0: Hey guys, what is up? This is Intel Sports. I'm Alex, and this is Jake.
1: You mess up the one single time that I tell you that you can introduce it.
0: I just wanted to try something new. Your name is Jake. I mean, I don't see what the problem is. I'm just introducing. Oh wait, yeah, I see what you're saying. Oh my gosh.
1: Okay. Anyway,
0: all right. You know what? Why don't you lead us? All right.
1: What's up, everybody? This is Intel Sports. I'm Alex, and and this
0: is I'm Jake, guys. Yes,
1: he is Jake, and I am Alex. Anyway, we got a pretty good show lined up for you guys. Um. First of all, we're going to start with Jake's little experience in Clipper Adventure Land.
0: So, Jake, how did that go? It went really well. Uh, you know, I went over to the Staples Center early before the game yesterday. Got an opportunity to meet Kawhi Leonard um, and a few other players that I'm big fans of. And then I got to see the Toronto Raptors take on the Los Angeles Clippers, which was a great defensive battle. I loved what I saw from both defenses. Alex would have been super happy with what he saw yesterday because unfortunately for me, they locked down Kawhi Leonard.
1: That's like, wow. Kawhi,
0: they locked him down. I'm
1: sorry. Did I, did I just hear you say what I, what I thought I heard you say?
0: Yes. And the one thing though, that stood out to me the most, it was super crazy. was the fact that there were so many Toronto Raptors fans and I met so many people that came all the way from Canada just to watch this game. So to be able to be in that atmosphere because it did not feel like a home game for the Clippers it felt like a Raptors game was super incredible to witness, but also kind of sad. Cause I'm like, man, those Clipper fans are kind of letting down the Clippers themselves by not cheering loud enough.
1: Yeah, that's true. But you got to take a look at who won. No, that, I mean,
0: that's fine, but at the end of the day, I just think that us Clippers fans need to step up a little bit on the motivational side because we did poorly last night. Yeah,
1: Well, I still it, say it a win is a win. It is. There it is. So, also, you know, it, it it's kind of cool that um the Raptors lost yesterday. I mean, being a Raptors fan, I'm not very happy about it, but I will say that beating the Lakers on Sunday was – a pretty good segue into losing you know what like we did yesterday so. i gotta
0: give alex credit he won for the first time i did ever
1: i did and it I was a basketball win prediction
0: i was that. thinking that he was just picking with his heart not his mind
1: i've become a pro
0: hey eh, he's working on that one
1: yeah i did pick with my heart though but
0: that's okay because there is only one undefeated record that nobody is talking about it's mine i'm 2-0 with my picks with the NFL, which is the most important thing. Even the San Francisco 49ers couldn't last longer than me. Wow. The 49ers couldn't last. And what game are you referring to? Seattle and San Fran last night.
1: Holy moly.
0: Oh, wait. That... Sorry. I got the dates mixed up. That would be Monday night. So
1: That was a game.
0: It was really crazy to see. The overtime, that... I was actually, during the time, I was sitting uh, waiting for the fourth quarter to start. So, I was like, you know what? Let me put on the... San Fran and Seattle game. And I see Russell throw an interception. And I was like, oh, San Fran's got this. And next thing I know, I'm watching the game. That poor kicker. Mc- McLaughlin, is that his name? McLa- I think that's McLaughlin. how you say it.
1: That was sad. I was like... Choked. Oh. Right at the flop the ball, man. That was so... He was so close, yet so far. Literally. Exactly. I was kind of... I, I actually, for a brief second, thought he was going to make that. And then... Within like two seconds of him kicking the ball, I was like, "It's not going in. It's it's
0: not gonna happen." And then, boom, misses the the field goal. Yeah. I'm like, I <laughs> I just I thought it was, I thought it was interesting because I'm thinking to myself, the defense did it again for the Niners, and then next thing I know, Seattle gets the ball back, and they take over the game.
1: That was actually great That game was back and forth too. That was, it it was um was at Seattle 21 and the 49ers were at 14 I think they were at 14 um and I was like okay there's you know they're in third quarter I doubt the 49ers are going to are going to catch back up and then they caught up and I was like wow that I'm impressed and then overtime happened and I was almost double impressed
0: Yeah, you know, I wish I could have said that I watched the entire game. Unfortunately, I didn't because I was trying to keep up with the Clippers and the Raptors. So, you know, I'm bummed I missed that game, but I'm not bummed at the same time because I also got to meet Kawhi Leonard, which I would take over watching a game any day.
1: Well, I cannot say that I got to meet him. I will say this. Russell Wilson. Let me tell you something. And you know what? The train has left the station because I actually forgot what I was just about to say.
0: That's because you're waiting until our other topic to get into it. That's what it was. Yep.
1: See, I got it mixed up. Exactly. I'm, tired. I'm sorry.
0: No, you're good. <laughs> but let's get to it. Should we get down to the Dallas Cowboys and Minnesota Vikings? Which I told you, okay. Minnesota was gonna win.
1: All right. Well, you know what? I
0: still had I still had faith in the Cowboys. Never have faith in the Cowboys. There's a reason they haven't done well since the 90s. You know what? Dak Prescott was
1: was throwing some pretty good heat until until he was getting pressured and he was staying in the pocket too long. I didn't understand why he was doing that. But I will say that he was hitting a majority of his targets, and that's good. That's more than we could say about Tom Brady. Anyway. That was a cheap shot. (laughs) I'm sorry, it's just you go from from the GOAT, you can say, I guess, throwing air balls, right? To Dak Prescott making literally almost
0: every pass. Hey, you know, one thing though that I think stood out to me the most though was how dominant Minnesota's defensive line and offensive line were because they both bullied the cowboys that was
1: ridiculous i will agree with you on that watching the vikings absolutely stop the cowboys offense was insane they could they could barely get a couple of yards out of each play
0: and congratulations to captain kirk he finally beat dak prescott which was a cool feat for him he kept hearing about it that he's never beat kirk cousins or never beat kirk cousins he's never beat dak prescott and he went in To Dallas, with the help, a huge help from Dalvin Cook.
1: Dalvin Cook was insane. I was just like... I feel like I have more positive things to say about the Vikings than I do the Cowboys.
0: Yeah, you know, but it's the Cowboys. I'm not surprised. I don't
1: know. You see, because I thought they were going to do pretty well.
0: See, you're just being nice because you feel bad for Cowboys fans. I don't care for Cowboys fans. So... I loved what I saw on Sunday.
1: Oh, I loved it, too. I def- I absolutely love the Vikings
0: on Sunday. They were destroying the field. You actually said it. You said you love the Vikings. And you, last week, you know were what? down on the Vikings. Change
1: of heart. I loved the way that they played. I don't love them. But the way they played on Sunday was phenomenal. That was insane. I had never seen a defense like that before. I mean, me personally...
0: Uh, I don't think you've seen Baltimore in 2000 then. Yeah, I don't like Baltimore either. There's an issue with you, and I think you're going to need some help here. I
1: probably will, but anyway, the Vikings did really well. So that I will stand by, and regardless of whether I like them or not, I will say that their plays were pretty well.
0: Well, you know, I think, though, here's my question for you. Do you think that... The loss on Sunday for Dallas is going to hurt them in the long term. Can they make it to the playoffs with Philly just behind them? Because Philly's schedule gets a lot easier going down the road. I mean, the toughest matchup they got is probably the Sunday with New England, which we'll get into later. But I think that Philly's got a real shot at taking the division away from them.
1: Well, as usual... I'm going to disagree with you.
0: Oh, what else is new?
1: Well, this is new. I'll disagree with you just because.
0: That doesn't make sense, my friend.
1: Well, it's going to. You know why? Because when I'm right, that'll be the
0: day. You've been right about one thing, and I got to give you credit, is the basketball game. So I'll give you that one. But, you know, I just – there's something about this Cowboys offense. I don't know why they can't pick things up in the first half they are going way too slow and they need to step up quicker because if they don't this is going to be a long painful rest of the season for them yeah they got to learn to have that good balance so i mean credit minnesota though because they went out and said hey we're not gonna let ezekiel elliott beat us Dak, you need to beat us with your arm but at the same time, the guy who also looked really good was Amari Cooper. Amari Cooper? Amari Cooper. I just kept seeing those stinking sideline catches. I'm like, what are you those doing? Those were
1: insane, dude. His Literally, his tippy toes were inside. And it's like he just completely – he like did a Michael Jackson move where he leaned forward <laughs> on his tippy toes and caught the ball. Like that was
0: – Well, for some reason, I was thinking because I'm watching the game and I'm like – Oh, he's not gonna catch that. And I see him just tiptoeing in, and I'm like, "How did you do that?" And then I see the net, another one, and I'm like, "All right, Amari, you're making Dak look too good right now. Can you, uh, can you knock it off, please? I really don't like hearing about them Cowboys doing good, but Amari Cooper's been like something. He's been the difference maker for the offense, uh, for Dak for sure. Yeah, he's he's pretty good. He's pretty
1: good. That. Mike Hughes though was able to swat the ball from him, and that
0: was surprising. Mike Hughes had his up uh, his ups and downs in the game, but you know he's he's still learning. Uh, Trey Wayne's he's in a contract year, so you know if Mike Hughes can step up a little more, they might say, "Hey Trey, sorry, we're gonna go with uh, the young guy and take him over you." So Mike Hughes has got a lot of pressure to continue on this season, but. Uh, you know, we'll see if he can do it or if he'll crumble under the expectations because they ain't catching my Green Bay Packers. Oh, you Green Bay Packers, Jake. Hey, we got the win on Sunday. I'm happy.
1: Well, that's good for you. I didn't watch the game,
0: but uh, I heard it was pretty good. Well, you know, I got a little nervous toward the end because I was, you know, just – Trying to keep up as much as I could because, you know, obviously, um, I'm working. So, I'm like, oh, my gosh, what's happening? What is happening? I have to know. And so, finally, I find out what happened. I get to watch, like, the last bit of the play and everything like that. I'm like, come on, Green Bay. Just make this one stop. We need this one stop. Come on. So, one thing that's cool, if the playoffs started tomorrow, Green Bay would be the, the two seed. So i'm happy with that right
1: right let's talk about um Kirk cousins under pressure in the game he was he was great i don't know any other word for that because a couple of a couple of his throws came from literally his i i don't know what they would call that from his hips because he was running right and then jumps like a gazelle and zooms
0: I mean, you know, one thing I'm I'm happy that they did with Kirk is even though he's su- he's supposed to be the guy, he's supposed to be making the throws when they all matter, and in the sense he did, but they didn't put him in a position to where he can cost them the game. They put that in Dalvin Cook's hand and you know and the running backs hands and they just ran the ball down Dallas's throat and they said, Try stopping us and they couldn't do it. And I don't know what's up with Dallas' defense, but they have not been impressive this year.
1: Yeah. yeah, certainly not what I was expecting out of the Cowboys. I'm not shocked. Well, that's okay. Um. Anyway, so we're actually going to do something kind of interesting. We thought it would be, I guess you would say, a fun idea um, with recent news. And Jake will tell you that in a second. To... Talk about Colin Kaepernick. Jake, do you want to tell us what has emerged?
0: Well, it's happening. He, from reports, he will be working out for several NFL teams come Saturday and also having an interview this coming Saturday about the potential of him coming back into the NFL. I don't know what everyone's views is on this. Uh, I know me and Alex have a different opinion uh, than most, you know, and this isn't going to be us because, uh, you know, we'd like to obviously have fun, but at the same time, we, we do think that this is an interesting topic we should get to because this is coming up on Saturday and the guy hasn't played in two, like two years now. Yeah. So, uh, you know, for, for me on my side of things, the last time we saw Kaepernick play, yeah, he had 16 touchdowns, four interceptions, I believe it was. Uh, I'll look back at the numbers in a minute. But, you know, I just for, – for me, it's one of those things. He wasn't very impressive either the year before. And he even lost out the quarterback competition, the Blaine Gabbert. Yeah. So, for me, I'm just – you know, I'm not completely sold. You know, I believe that, uh, obviously, everyone deserves a second chance. Um, but, you know, the numbers just, for me, they weren't very impressive because I'm thinking to myself, you're a 2-14 and 14 team. You're, you, your first start back was against Buffalo. You got blown out. And, you know, I just – I don't think that Colin Kaepernick – is a guy that can lead a team to a championship run maybe he can be a backup quarterback but i don't for me i just i don't think he's gonna want that i think he's gonna want a chance to start will he that remains to be seen but this all also varies will an nfl team actually pick him up because i just don't think they will
1: yeah i don't i don't in my opinion i don't see a reason as to why it's it's a little like you know back in high school I tried out for the the baseball team and one of the things that the coaches said was we don't want guys who you know played t-ball for a couple years took this long break and then decided to come back and play baseball we don't need that and I think when you look at the NFL they're full of of players who have a lot of promise and they're full of players who've never actually really stopped playing football. So I think when you get someone like Colin Kaepernick back and he's been out, he's been out of the game for two years, I think it's more of a, of an issue with, can he still play? Can he still, you know, pass the same? Can he still run? Can he, can he still basically perform even to the same effect that he was before he left. And like you were saying, he didn't have a very good last season. You know, they were, they were what two and 16, two and 14, two and 14. Sorry. Um, that's right. It's
0: It's one of those topics that like, like we said, you know, we're, we're trying to make sure that we're being fair because we also do need to be fair that there are times where teams call up quarterback out of retirement. Like, Hey, will you come? Our, our quarterback got hurt. Will you come and play? So, you know, it, it's just it's well, so it's so weird because some there are times where there's quarterbacks that've been out of the league for a while and then they bring them back, but
1: yeah, but you also got to remember, you know, when we were talking about Baker Mayfield being able to tune out all the noise, you gotta you gotta think about what this break has done to to uh, Kaepernick, and just think, you know, is he gonna let all this affect him when he comes back? You know, who's going to boo him who's going to praise him who's going to try to destroy basically his play time and you got to think is he going to be able to put all that aside and just play the game you know is he going to be able to put what he's done and what's happened and for how long he's been out behind him and just be able to really excel you kind of have to you know wonder about that and you you have to decide I guess I'm speaking from like a coach's perspective you have to decide do you think this player coming back is gonna be good for my team? You know, why or why not? And like I was saying, he didn't have a very good record last season and they went from from two fourteen to up until uh yesterday to undefeated. So Monday. I really Yeah, on Mon well, yesterday was Monday. Oh, I'm sorry. We're filming tonight, but we're releasing Wednesday morning. So anyway, on monday um so you just kind of have to you know take all that into account you have to think about really what it's going to do to the players around him are they going to say you know why is this guy coming back i don't think he should be you know leading us i don't think he should be playing with us i that's all kind of stuff you have to consider and that's
0: the thing too how will the locker room handle the situation because you know and i'm not going to get into the politics of things i'm not going to get into the kneeling, but, you know, are there going to be players on the team that accept him? Are there going to be players that, like you said, um, don't support him? But my other question is, will ownership interfere and maybe want to sabotage Kaepernick?
1: That's a good question.
0: Because, you know, he's been out of the league, and we know that there are owners that just they don't want him there. But will ownership go to the coaches or even just try within every possible opportunity to sabotage Colin Kaepernick? You know, so the, there's so many factors when it comes to it. And I'm not, like I said, I'm not, I'm not going to get into the politics of things. Ignore uh, that little alarm right now. Sorry,
1: that was my the cookies are done alarm.
0: <laughs> That's okay, though. But um, you know, like I said, it, it's all gonna it's all gonna come down to the, the workout that he has. How how does he look? How bad does he want to actually play?
1: Yeah, yeah, agreed. I think with somebody like Colin Kaepernick, you have to be very careful, not just with you know the rest of
0: the team, but also with the player. Well, even the fan base. That too, yeah. Because how will fans uh perceive it? Will fans be accepting or will Again, they'd be wondering, why on earth did my team do it? Why did my team sign him? You know, every every team's goal is to always improve and want to get better. Will Colin Kaepernick be able to help my franchise win? Or will he set us back and be a distraction? And those are the things teams are really looking into. And they they need to do their due diligence. So we'll have to just wait and see.
1: Yeah, and they have to kind of accept the noise that comes with him. Oh, yeah, I think absolutely. that's one of the biggest things that they have to, you know, come to terms with. But we'll definitely see, you know, where it ends up this Saturday. Um,
0: if they release anything about it. I'm not sure how they do that. I'm sure they will. But I believe that there's going to be an interview after the workout from uh, Kaepernick to hear. I don't know if it's going to – I believe it's going to be pretty much how the workout went, Uh, how bad does he want it, but – you know we'll just have to wait and see until Saturday. Yep. Yep. Agreed. Let's talk about MVP picks. Ah, here we go. Lamar
1: Jackson versus Russell Wilson. Now keep in mind the game that Russell Wilson just played. I didn't see much of it, but from what I did
0: see, he was he was doing pretty good. He was doing pretty good. I like the way he was playing. Yeah, you know, uh, obviously he didn't have um, the the numbers that I think he maybe was expecting to have but at the same time he did lead san Fran, uh san francisco he lead he led seattle to a victory over an undefeated franchise in the san francisco 49ers so to me if i have to go between russell wilson or lamar jackson i'm gonna take russell slightly and the reason i say that is because if you look at the talent around Russell Wilson, it's not the most elite players. Josh Gordon and I believe his name's Jacob Hollister, I wanna say. They were actually cut from New England who actually needed receivers. And Russell made them work last night. He was without his best target, Tyler Lockett. And, you know, I just I think him leading back Seattle in overtime. Yeah, he threw the pick that could have cost him the game. But he also did have that really nice rushing um, rushing first down, which obviously it helped. it helped Seattle. So, you know, like I said, it, it's a slight edge. But if I had to go with the MVP, I, I'd go with Russell Wilson.
1: Nice, nice. I, I do – agree with you i did like his push for first down that was that was probably my favorite part of the game at least from the part that i caught um i did like you know how they were going back and forth but he was he was playing pretty good i am gonna go with lamar jackson
0: it's not a bad choice
1: yeah he's very you know he's very promising i could see he's a he's a
0: strong you know leader Um, and I do feel like Mark Ingram brought it up on, uh, Sunday. He said he has never seen someone like Lamar Jackson before. So, you know, um, I could see why do you, is it just because of the leadership or what else about him? I think just
1: because of the way he, he carries himself when he plays, you know, he doesn't, he doesn't seem like he gets pressured too easily. And when he does, I feel like he makes quick and split decisions to, you know, be able to do the right thing, do the right play. You know, I think I see a lot of strength in his character, I guess, as a player. Mm-hmm. And with a being, you know, like a quarterback, you have to be able to work in and out of those crazy situations that sometimes come out of nowhere that you don't expect. And I feel a lot of quarterbacks nowadays don't have much of that uh, character, I guess you can say. Mm hmm. Um, but with Lamar Jackson, you know, watching him play, I, I really do think he's got a good head on his shoulders and I really do think that he's going to be, you know, I think he's my MVP pick. So,
0: yeah, you know, and for me, Wilson, the, and this is here, here's the thing that's impressive for me for Wilson as well. And like I said, you know, I don't look at just the statistics for, um, what i'm seeing from a player for the mvp i think that there should be certain things that vary but you know if you want to get to the numbers i mean russell's completing 68 percent of his passes he's got uh 2737 yards passing 23 touchdowns the to two picks which is pretty pretty aaron Rodgers like obviously and i'll be honest you know this it kills me but you know he, he's playing better than Rodgers right now, and I think, though, one thing I'll say about Lamar, and I'm stoked for him because this is a guy who came out of college hearing people say, you can't play quarterback, you need to play wide receiver, and he's making them look foolish this year. Oh, yeah. Because his passing, I, I don't know if you're noticing it, but I'm noticing it every week just... Every single time he throws, it looks like he's just getting better. Mm -hmm. Every single time. And I think he's actually, if uh, I looked at the numbers right, I believe he's 11th in rushing. Not as a quarterback, as a stinking rusher. So that goes with the running backs. I'm like, this dude's 11th in rushing. And this guy's a
1: quarterback.
0: So That's what's cool. Man, you're making me almost want to pick Lamar, but I still – I'm gonna still go Russell for now. I'm side with it, man. Well, we'll we'll see what happens. It, it's it's all gonna come down who has the stronger finish. Yeah,
1: yeah, definitely. And I will, at you know, being on Lamar Jackson's side, I will say that Russell Wilson does have that you know certain aspect to him that you're like, oh, okay, you know, he he can keep up with Lamar Jackson. In my book, he can keep up with him. And I
0: think you know, if anything, they're toe to toe. But I will, I'm still gonna stay with Lamar Jackson. And I'm not going to forget about Christian McCaffrey either. I still got to put him in there. The year he's having, I I can't forget about him. But we'll just have to wait and see uh, what happens.
1: Yeah, agreed. Agreed.
0: Let's talk about this Sunday.
1: Patriots and the Eagles.
0: Who you got? Well, you know, not too long ago, obviously, because I'm undefeated. When it comes to my picks, but and you know I'm not gonna lie. I wish I wish this was the Sunday night game because I think this should be the the spotlight game, the big one, because it's a Super Bowl rematch. We're getting Carson wins versus Tom Brady. I'm going Philadelphia. You're going Philadelphia. I'm going Philadelphia uh, against my better judgment because I got a feeling Tom Brady will have a good game. Yep. Because the Eagles secondary is not very good. But the one thing Philadelphia has that might be able to save the day, their pass rush. Fletcher Cox and all those guys are going to just be able to, they should be able to manhandle the offensive line of New England, but that's all about being consistent too. So, but I would also say, I think Carson Wentz is going to be out to, and not just Carson Wentz. I think the offensive line the receivers and the running backs are gonna to want to show, hey, we can compete and we're gonna take this game. I'm going Philadelphia, I'm gonna say I'm gonna say Philadelphia thirty four and I'm gonna say New England thirty two. New England thirty two. Yep. I think it's gonna be a close game. It's gonna be a two point lead. Is that what you're saying? I, I'm think I think it's gonna be a two point win for the Philadelphia Eagles. Wow. You know of course
1: I of course I'm gonna stick with the Patriots like as as I said last week shocker okay as I said last week you know Brady wasn't having a good game um, but I think that loss last week is what's gonna make him bounce back up he's gonna he's gonna come back he's gonna go full throttle you know he's gonna really put himself into the game hopefully he's gonna learn from last week and he's gonna say you know what I need a I need to toughen up I need to you know start working for it more you know, being undefeated, we got defeated and that's that's it. That's all they're gonna stop well, me. Well I so think I also
0: think... New England will be hungry, but mm. I think Philly's also hungry because they they know they should be better. They know they should be playing better. And yeah, they've won their past two games, but I think that they feel like they still have something to prove. And I just think Carson Wentz, he's got something to prove because everyone is saying, man, what if the Eagles had Nick Foles? But, you know, Foles also got hurt in Jacksonville, so Carson Wentz is motivated to show his guys, like, hey, I'm the leader here. I can do this. I got you guys. Just believe in me. Yep. Yep, agreed. I will stay with the Patriots, though,
1: no matter what anyone says.
0: You know, I think if I get the 5-0 and – you should have to – we should have like a little uh, bet or something. We should. We should. Because I think I'm going to get – I think I'm going to get the five wins eventually. And, uh, you know, you're just going to look foolish. So, that's okay.
1: I mean, I don't know. Anyway, so I think the Patriots are going to get to 41. Do you feeling, think the
0: Patriots are – wow. All right. I'm
1: feeling that optimistic. I'm feeling it. I'm feeling it. Eagles are going like, to stay stuck in the 20s. Oh,
0: I think you might have lost your
1: mind there a little bit. Well, I I can hope. And, you know, honestly, I feel like that would be a reasonable, a reasonable well, here, scoring. Here's the from, thing. I because just, of last week.
0: We, we talked about it that Philly's uh, second fairy, uh, what in the world? Secondary <laughs> isn't very good. But, you know, New England's wide receivers aren't the best either. Yeah, Muhammad Sanu, he looked great uh, with his chemistry building with Tom Brady. And they had a bye week to work on it. And then Julian Edelman has a week to get better. So can the wide receivers step up even more for Tom Brady? That's, that's another thing. Can the running backs get going? So there's a lot of question marks for both teams. You know, I don't think they're – I don't think that for Philadelphia, I don't think they've hit their full stride just yet. And I feel like New England has so many weaknesses that we'll find out about how for real is the defense because we saw Baltimore shred them. So we'll see.
1: Yeah, hopefully that whole team learned from last week and hopefully they really pull it together for this one. Because I'm really
0: pulling for them. So. Which must kill you because you're a Bronco fan and your parents are exactly. Patriots fans. Exactly. So. But you know what? I will support where
1: I feel like I need to support. And honestly, I feel, I feel like they're going to bounce back this, this Sunday. Only time will tell. We'll find out. All right, so now is the time that you have all been waiting for, the time to find out who wins the Clippers tickets. Jake, care to make a a few announcements or any last words before we pick the winners?
0: Well, you know, obviously we're looking forward to being able to surprise whoever gets the win for those Clipper tickets, but you know what? We decided that we'll feel bad if only one person gets some kind of prize. So you know what? Second place is getting a $20 In-N-Out gift card. And third place is getting a $10 Starbucks gift card. Isn't that fun? I know people want the Clippers tickets, but you know what? We'll just have to see if you guys get them or not.
1: Yeah, to be honest, we felt kind of bad that um, all of you awesome people liked and commented on our picture. And as a way of giving back to you guys because you've been so awesome and following us, we thought we'd give a few extra winners something cool. So, hopefully it works out. We've got a cool little wheel here. Um, and I guess we'll just go right ahead with that. So all right. Let's do the first one and see if I can record this. this
0: all song. right. We're going to be looking forward. Best of luck to everyone. And uh, we'll see. We're going to announce the names right now. So, all right.
1: Here we go. First roll. These are for the Clippers tickets. And the winner is... Wow, that was random. We have we have a bunch of names randomized so that it's like all even throughout the wheel. Yeah, exactly. Um so we just kind of put filler letters in there. But um let's see who it is. Oh, okay, we keep getting the filler letter. <laughs> That's a little awkward. Didn't think that was going to happen. It's literally getting the same filler letter. <laughs> so like this so is so sad for us. So basically, no one is winning. Oh, do we have a winner? We have a winner. I am going to write it down, and Jake will announce it because this is Jake's awesome idea, and
0: we're gonna use Instagram handles, cause um, well, cause we figured it'd be easier too. So, you know, sorry, this an announcement's going a little slow, but our winner of the two Clippers tickets is, hopefully I get the last name right, but Michelle Pena. 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 One of the two. But you know what? Congratulations, Michelle. You and one lucky uh, person get to go to a Clippers game for free. Yeah, for a date night. That'll be cool. Yeah, there you go. All right, so
1: let us roll for those second place and third place winners. Here we go. And... Wow, second place. Here we go. That's actually cool that we didn't get a
0: filler letter this time. Yeah, I was like, please don't be a filler. Please don't be a filler. So, for second place, for the $20 dollars in and out gift card is Edward Rust. Yes. So, congratu- uh, congratulations. Congratulations, Edward. Do you get a $20 gift card to in and out And if you have a PO box, we'll mail it to you yeah not, not really well yeah I'll, I'll
1: hand deliver it to you i think we'll send you an email yeah we'll send you an email with some. <laughs> <laughs> all right for third place here we go ten dollar starbucks gift card we have got and let me write down the name i'm trying to go is this our I dark can. horse
0: candidate this sure is all right well congratulations to our dark horse dark horse winner Ethan McLean, yes,
1: this is awesome. We have our first three winners of the very first, um, I guess you could say, drawing. Yep. That first we, drawing that we've done. That we've done. So congratulations to the
0: winners. Um, we will. We will be reaching out to you guys uh, very shortly. So stay tuned for us and be able to get your Instagrams ready so we can actually get a hold of you because you guys are our lucky winners yes indeed and with that that concludes our show for
1: today everybody thanks for listening we hope you enjoyed it jake you have any final thoughts philly
0: don't let me down on sunday
1: philly let him down on sunday please Uh, i I could use a win he can't go 3-0
0: i'm going 3-0 oh my gosh thank you guys for listening and we hope you guys enjoy the rest of your week